Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic host of Bachelor Nation News, coming to you on November 1st, 2023. All of your entertainment and Bachelor content, as always, in one place on Bachelor Rush Hour. All right, who's got a hangover of the sugar variety? I'll tell you what I do. I'm enjoying Halloween uh, in uh, Kentucky. That's right, northern Kentucky, hanging out at my wife's family's location. We got in yesterday morning. If, by the way, if my episode yesterday was delirious, it's because we had a 10 p.m. flight Monday night, which was only three and a half hours long, which means we got in at like 2.30 a.m. West Coast time and we were so excited to see family that we just really uh, didn't go to sleep that's right and so I made my episode a literally delirious we are heading to Nashville next where we will be looking at homes for possible purchase over the weekend Uh, I am happy to report we don't know if we're going to move to Nashville but we want to at least know if we like or don't like Nashville so this will really be dependent on is the weather nice on the day we look at houses because I tell you what if it's raining on the day we look at houses that might be enough for us to be like I don't know about Nashville we might stick to sunny southern California where the membership fees include high taxes and bad traffic and everyone says well the traffic's bad in Nashville too and I I say you don't know bad traffic every city thinks they have the worst traffic every town every state oh the traffic in Massachusetts oh it's not as bad as New Hampshire it's like what are you guys even talking about come to Los Angeles you'll see bad traffic where you can just get out of your car as it's parked for 30 minutes, grab a you know churro and um, a, a bouquet of flowers from the guy selling them on the highway, and then go, you know what I mean? I'll talk to you about traffic. Okay, anyway, we'll have to see how it all plays out with regards to where we end up. But yeah, it was very fun to celebrate Halloween last night in Kentucky as we got to see all the Halloween costumes. And my wife and I just kind of sat there and gave out candy. I know this sounds very, it's so funny because we look at some of these families that people with kids and we think of them as adults with children, but I'm like, a lot of these parents are younger than we are. We've just been in this sort of uh, zone where you don't grow up there in the entertainment capital. I know that sounds a little presumptuous, but you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, uh, are we going to, you know, are we, (laughs) are we the only ones who don't know we're aging? Uh, I look in the mirror. I found out we are either way. Uh, We'll have to see how that all plays out for Halloween. I included on YouTube, which I'm not going to do here, a full, I don't know, 50-slide slideshow of all of the Bachelor alumni in the outfits they wore. Uh, But of course, those making headlines are Caitlin Bristow. Spooky or shady? Fans suspect Jason Tartik was throwing shade at Caitlin Bristow this Halloween. And of course, Caitlin can't do anything without fans suspecting that it's got a deeper motive. She's dressed as what I guess you would call a sexy ring girl or is she a a lion tamer i'm not really sure fishnets and some sort of um corset onesie pleather i don't know what you would call it with a top hat and a whip and then her dogs had the lion's mane uh you know earmuffs around them which make them lion and uh hear her roar so she dressed up as a ringmaster now she initially joked that she'll be a ringmaster for halloween after two engagements she said just collecting in an interview with People, the former Bachelorette star spoke with Jest about her two broken engagements with Jason Tartik and Sean Booth. She said, you know what? I thought it would be funny to go as the ringmaster since I'm on my second failed engagement, she said. Uh, Bristow's reference po- referencing points to her recent broken engagement to Jason Tartik and previous engagement to Sean Booth. Look, no one's 
able to poke fun at their life more than Caitlin Bristow. And I think it's a sign of health when she does poke fun of it. It's the type of thing you can usually make fun of yourself when you're out of the thick of things. And while I know her and Jason probably miss their friendship in the life they led together, you know, she's moving on. She spoke while at Katie Maloney's event in Los Angeles. Katie Maloney, of course, from uh, Vanderpump Rules. And what you're going to get on Saturday from me, an episode of Driving with Dave, I get Caitlin Bristow right after that event. Now, look, she gets probably a 20-second to 45-second interview with people, and they make a whole article out of that. Well, guess what? I got Caitlin Bristow for a full hour, and how exciting is that? You know, I'll tell you this right now before we share the interview on Saturday. I've met Caitlin Bristow uh, in May, in May, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to move to Nashville, not because of Caitlin, but because I was like, oh, there's a good comedy scene here. Um, it's cheaper to buy a house. You know, it's like, we need to, we need to buy a house. We need to do all the things that you have to do. And we have never been able to afford that in California. So I was like, all right, maybe Nashville will be closer to family, this and that. Maybe we could always move back to LA in the future, but either way, I liked Nashville. And when I met Caitlin Bristow, I was immediate. I mean, immediately, I was not surprised at how warm she was as a person. I mean, she's just a warm personality. She'll make anybody feel special. Uh, but I actually felt, and maybe it's just the way she's good at making people feel. But I actually felt, uh, in some ways, like we had a lot in common. We're essentially the same age. I'm about, uh, I think, five weeks older than her, if I do the math right. And she's kind of comes from a, you know, she's she's got a lot of the similar wealth building mindsets that I have. Now, of course, she's entirely more successful from the perspective of all of the companies she owns and her following and this and that. But I respect what she does. I respect the humor she uses in her content and her search for mental health clarity and all of those types of things. I also understand. I don't know if I should say I respect it, but I understand how difficult of a life it is for her when there are people that are haters, because I truly believe she wants nothing but love. So when I interviewed her this week, I asked her, I said, if there's a thousand people in a room and five people that are haters, are you like me? Are you going to spend all of your time trying to convince the haters that they're wrong? And I think you understand that the answer is yes. We're, we have we have that sort of similar personality type. Now, but there's plenty of things that were different that uh, that are different between us. But one question I did want to ask her is when she felt she was funny, and you got you got a pretty good answer there. So anyway, you'll get more of that on Saturday. But I have to tell you, picking her up for the interview at Driving with Dave, it actually felt more like hanging out with a friend. It was the pure intention of what Driving With Dave is. I can't always say I live up to that promise. There are plenty of interviews I do where I'm nervous and I'm rambling and this and that. But this really felt, and I tell you, when I asked Caitlin if she would do the show and she said, yeah, but she said, you know, I'd rather not talk about any of my exes and that might make me boring. My initial thought was, I want boring Caitlin Bristow. I don't want Caitlin who feels like she has to put anything on for others. I want boring Caitlin Bristow. I think I got that by by all means the conversation wasn't boring but i think i got the version of caitlin that you'll find to be super authentic i'm so excited to share that with you on saturday on this episode of driving with dave 
So anyway, to wrap up the Caitlin Bristow drama there, was she shading fans by dressing as a ringmaster? I mean, like, no. Or I should say, was she shading Jason Tartik? I would say no. He dressed up as a clown, and then I think he actually ended up dressing up as something else. I mean, you know, when when you're an influencer, you get invited to all these parties. Chances are you need to have two or three different wedding. Uh, I said wedding. Uh, Halloween costumes ready to go on a moment's notice. Okay, well, let's get to a bit of a conversation we had yesterday, which is the mess going on in Bachelor Nation. Uh, there are two blinds that have been posted by Demois. I made a full video about it. I'm not. I'm going to give you the short version. The blinds are basically rumors that people share Gossip Girl style to Demois, which is a very large and successful Instagram and also podcast, which by the way, I don't know if they have guests, but I would love to be on their show because I think a lot of what we do is similar to their audience in the sense that there are people that enjoy the parasocial relationships of celebrity culture. Here are the two blinds. Bachelor Nation couple, who y'all thought broke up this summer, did split but got back together. And then the other one is Bachelor Nation cheating scandal is coming out very unexpected guy with messy girl. Well, yesterday we shared what Reality Steve had to say, which was that he doesn't want to cover things if they're unvetted. And I totally understand that. I'm going to get into the dangers that come from sharing certain things and the fallout and all of that that I've seen. Um, But it seems to be, and again, I know this might sound hypocritical because we're actually talking about it right now, but it seems to be that if there is a couple that broke up this summer and got back together, it would be Rachel Kirkconnell and Matt James. There were rumors going on for about a month that they were broken up. She went to her friend's wedding alone and all that. It's a relatively harmless rumor because, hey, they're back together. Whatever differences they had to work on, that's fine. They're back together. We know they broke up already when it came to their season of The Bachelor. They broke up on after the final rose. They got back together randomly. It was actually a fantastic story. If I ever get Rachel or Matt James on Driving With Dave. I'd love to hear it. And by the way, Rachel Kirkconnell, she may be the most... um, I would... The most excited I would be for an interview. I have just loved everything she has done from an energy and spiritual level from being on the show. She seems to be nothing but good vibes. She seems to want nothing but to elevate her friends. She's a small business owner living that good life. I mean, I don't know. I just, I think she obviously was marred by a gigantic scandal on the show. One that ended up getting Chris Harrison fired and so many different issues. And yet she, with her own, I guess, positive energy and quote unquote work that she has done on herself has come out of that a stronger and better version of herself. And boy, I, you know, to say, Oh, did she pay the price? I mean, if you remember looking at Rachel Kirkconnell when she was on After the Final Rose, she was had blotchy skin. She looked like she had lost a lot of weight. She looked like she had been stressed, depressed. And then she took the reins of her story, one in which The Bachelor producers, I always blame them as the true, real uh, evil doers there. If you remember, The Bachelor producers um, had advised her not to share her side of the thing, of story, and they let this wildfire grow, which ended up costing Chris Harrison his job and so, and so much other kind of turmoil, and they could have just nipped it in the bud. Well, she, of course, released like an 11-minute heartfelt Instagram video, one of which we have covered immensely, and I just think for somebody who was a a young 20-something person doing this all by herself 
I think she really went to hell and back um, and, and, is, and is sharing positive vibes. I don't know. I don't know if you guys feel the same way. But either way, if it was them, uh, they are back together. And I don't know if or and when I'd get to interview them. Although I do, I, I got to tell you, Nashville is relatively close to Atlanta. So next time I'm in Atlanta for shows, if Rachel Kirkconnell's in the area, you know your boy's going to be trying to uh, get an interview. Um I would say I'd rather interview Rachel Kirkconnell over Matt James just because she, um, she's kind of, you know, her her story took off pretty much when my channel took off. So it's just been a story we've covered for so long. If they did break up, I can't lie to you. I would actually be quite sad because I think in the end, the idea of rooting on relationships really comes down to, we want to see love work because we want love to work in our own lives. So if you're a single person and you are rooting on love and say it's your parents or a celebrity couple, like you want them to work out, you want to believe it can work out. And um, who knows what will happen with their relationship, but maybe there's an engagement around the corner. Who knows? Uh, there's been pregnancy rumors. There's been all these sorts of things, but we'll have to see how it all plays out. Now, the other blind is a little bit more dark. It's a dark blind. Bachelor Nation cheating scandal is coming out. Very unexpected guy with messy girl. I shared this on YouTube, not because I have a hunch at who it may be, but just to show that it literally could have been every everybody or anybody. People were like, is it Blake Horstman? Is it Ari? You know, there's just one and, you know, and to speculate is dangerous, but we don't, we're not putting our foot on the scale on any specific speculation. It could literally be anybody or nobody. Now, when it comes to cheating allegations, it reminds me of Victoria Fuller and Greg Grippo. Now, of course, last year, or I should say, it just became their one-year anniversary. And if you're on Patreon, patreon.com slash Dave Neal, you actually got to watch me E, uh, send a DM to Victoria Fuller right now. I just DM'd her to see if she wants to do Driving with Dave, which is a tall order. It's a lot to ask because I was on the forefronts of a conversation about if Victoria Fuller cheated on Johnny with uh, uh, Greg Grippo. Now, uh, I don't want to whitewash that story whatsoever. I broke that story that... I had source that said that cheating went on. And as it turns out, do I feel like a useful idiot? Essentially, essentially, because I shouldn't have broken a story that probably wouldn't have had hard evidence. Even as I covered that story, I said, look, I'm never going to get the information. I'm never going to get a smoking gun. This is just what was told to me. I essentially did what Dumois does, although I did it with the credibility of my name. Credibility that took a hit for sure because a i'm not the type of channel to break stories so i shouldn't have covered it and b there there's so much that happens between filming bachelor in paradise and when it goes live that we don't get to see and because they're trying to hide their relationships we get this blackout zone of two months where we don't know when one broke up and when got back together it becomes a he said she said and it was a good reminder that I focused so much on confirmation bias, proving what I could, that any negatives that I couldn't prove, we just let go. And that's something we need to remember when reporting these things, that I, I fell victim to the sort of having the story and, and feeling like it was my duty to air that story. I regret that. I've apologized to Victoria and to Greg, and they have both accepted my apology. This was months ago. Well, I reached out to Victoria. I don't know if she's going to respond. Um, I'm not going to 
be upset if she doesn't. I told her, I said, look, I get if you don't want to do this. I don't want her to think that I'm, I poked her so that then she'll do the show. It's not one of those quid pro quo types of things. And w- whether or not she comes on, you will be the first to know. I'll tell you that much. All right. Well, this episode's flying by on this uh, sugar high hangover day. And we're going to get to a few more stories in the non-bachelor world right up next. In Bachelor-adjacent content, I've got Rudy from Bachelor's Listen to Your Heart on the next round of uh, duets on The Voice. So this is where she sings with somebody else, Jocelyn Rose, and they bring power with their performance of Evanescence, My Immortal. Now, I have to say, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm a little tone deaf myself, but it does feel like Rudy's the better singer here. I'm going to let you know who's singing when, uh, but let's play this clip. This is Rudy and Jocelyn singing Evanescence on The Voice. Alright, this is Jocelyn Rose. Good lower register. This is Rudy. Jocelyn. Rudy. Jocelyn. Rudy. Jocelyn and Rudy singing Evanescence right there. All right, that's just amazing. Goosebumps all over my body. I don't know. I don't want to sound like a proud proud dad here. (laughs) Rudy is not my daughter, as far as I know. Uh, But it, it is... I mean, I think she just crushed that song. Rayleigh Jones in the Patreon said, I'm a huge voice fan and also a singer who sang this song. Rudy definitely did this song better, but I don't think Gwen did a good job picking a song for these girls. Right, so I I agree. Uh, I definitely think Rudy did a better job. Um, I think Rudy's just such a great singer. She's so professional sounding. She just sounds effortless. 
and what we've listened to of Rudy singing other songs, power ballads. I mean, she picks up, she, she sings some heavy hitters out there that I don't know how Rudy didn't get on the voice before. Uh, but I think, I think she's got the look. I think she's got the voice. I think she's got the energy, the personality. I think she's got the backstory. I think she has everything it takes to win this show. And how exciting would that be? Now, as you guys know, we asked her to do Driving with Dave um, a couple months ago. And she said, Dave, I want to do your show, uh, but I have something coming up and it's going to have to wait. And now we know what that is. And that is Rudy being introduced to a nationwide audience. Because as we know, no offense to bachelors, listen to your heart, but nobody watched it. Nobody watched it. I I still think it was one of the best versions of The Bachelor ever made, but nobody watched it. All right. Well, as promised, let's dip into some non-Bachelor content. Matthew Perry, good news. I mean, what good news could there be? He passed away over the weekend, but he was negative for fentanyl and meth, initial test reveal. So that's good. Of course, as a drug, as a, uh, you know, as a recovered drug addict, it was, uh, it would have been kind of sad to think that he died doing drugs, but no, he, it seems to be he died in sobriety. Matthew Perry's death was not the effect of a fentanyl or meth overdose. That's what initial tests indicate. Law enforcement sources tell TMZ investigators ran a less in-depth test on Perry, which revealed he did not have fentanyl or meth in his system. It's important to note more in-depth tests are still being conducted as part of toxicology to analyze whether any other illegal drugs present in his blood and if the levels of any prescription meds were at harmful doses. So either way, of course, Matthew Perry, you know, dying uh, I believe because of a heart attack in a hot tub is a sad way to go. But, you know, having put his body through so many uh, challenges with his drug addiction, it's um, it's probably at least a little uh, better to know, uh, at least, rep- uh, you know, with first reports that he didn't have any drugs in his system. All right. Well, we've got an Ariana Grande story and then I think a couple others coming up. Let's do Ariana Grande. She was swarmed by fans on Broadway after seeing boyfriend Ethan Slater in Spamalot. I'm surprised that there isn't more hate towards Ariana Grande. I'm not encouraging hate. I never will. But she basically broke off her uh, her marriage to pursue Ethan Slater. Um, Ethan Slater broke up his marriage along with what appears to be, what did he have, a child less than a year old, uh, in pursuit of Ariana Grande. They, I guess, are starring together in um, uh, that new Wizard of Oz movie. Do I have that right? And obviously that's on strike because of SAG, but uh, he can still uh, perform on Broadway. Ariana Grande supporting her boyfriend, Ethan Slater, by hitting Broadway to watch his latest role in Spamalot. And that means coming face-to-face with tons of her fans for the first time in a long time. And let's listen to what she had to say uh, when being uh, confronted by her fans. All right, it's not terribly exciting, but here's what Ariana said uh, as fans confronted her after her show. She said, I don't want anyone to get hurt. I'm sorry, my love. So again, you know, I read the article like you guys, and then I'm like, all right, here's the grand payoff. And sure enough, there isn't one. Again, that's Ariana Grande, known for licking donuts uh, in videos and being a relatively, uh, I don't know, unimpressive diva. If you ask me, um, I don't know, I'm not big into homewreckers, but either way. And speaking of homewreckers, Amy Robach and TJ Holmes go Instagram official and announce a podcast. The two former Good Morning America 3 anchors said they'll be signed. Silent No More, as they announce a new project together. 
Amy Robach and TJ Holmes are no longer hiding their romance. In a new Instagram post they jointly shared on Wednesday, the two... So this is what you do, right? If you get canceled, you start a podcast. Looking at you, Chris Harrison, it's just what you do. Is it because podcasting is only available to people that have been canceled? No, it's just like, it's the smart thing to do. It's a way for you to control your platform, your voice. I mean, look, even Tom Sandoval has his own podcast. I recommend it to everybody. You should get your own podcast and you should do Dancing with the Stars if they'll let you. Will Tom Sandoval be on next season of Dancing with the Stars? I'll tell you what, you could hate the guy all you want. I would absolutely love it if he does Dancing with the Stars because even though he created the whole mess that he's in, I still like to see a, you know, a, a, a story of redemption. Hosts and executive producers Robach and Holmes are a formidable broadcasting team with decades of experience delivering headline news and captivating viewers nationwide. Now the duo will get behind the microphone to explore meaningful conversations about current events, pop culture, and everything in between. Boring snooze fest. No thank you. Either way, uh, very interesting, I guess. I've considered doubling up on dry on a Bachelor Rush Hour and creating a morning coffee edition. I don't think this will happen anytime soon soon. But if I do a morning coffee edition, I think it'll be stories that fit your drive to work or your morning commute or as you get the kids off to school, whatever it may be. I'm, I'm thinking of the things that I think would be good for morning news, which means some, you know, maybe light political news, you know, what's going on in the world, maybe light feel-good news, maybe uh, podcasts you should listen to, you know, that type of thing, which movies I think are good, you know, I don't know, um, inspirational quotes, it'll really, it's, it's really something I'm letting my subconscious think about, and I know, Dave, you've already done too many podcasts, but really, there's nothing wrong with a nice 20-minute, uh, 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 you know, podcast to air on your way to work and a 20-minute ride home. I know whenever I listen to terrestrial radio, it's nonstop BS and random car commercials. It's boring. I think even with a couple commercials on my podcast, it's it's a little bit of a friendlier feed. I don't know. You guys tell me. All right, real quick on Dancing with the Stars. Uh, it looks like Mauricio Umansky and Emma Slater were ultimately sent home. I don't know. You know, Jowsey uh, and Arnold uh, you know, have a bigger following, I guess he's big on Netflix, which, you know, is still surprising that he's sticking around Harry Jowsey just because they're terrible. Uh, but of course you guys want to know Ariana. Uh, so, so Harry Jowsey and Riley Arnold had a score of 28 out of 40 and they managed to go, you know, to stay in the, in the race. And then Ariana got a 37 out of 40. So pretty good by Ariana. Love to see. Is Ariana Maddox going to win this whole thing? I always thought, I thought Lily Pons would do a little bit better. She's 33 out of 40. I don't know if it's because she's Latin or what, but she's in the running. And of course, Charity has a chance to win as well. Charity Lawson uh, danced Skeleton Sam by Lovecraft, scored a, scored a 35 out of 40. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so she has every chance to win too. I would love a finals that included Ariana and charity. They're both now Aria. No, no offense to charity, but Ariana's fighting for a little bit more than charity. You know, she was, you know, I mean, charity's charities, you know, got whatever demons she has, but she's had a relatively uncontroversial time in front of the lot in front of the camera. Whereas Ariana, even though the victim of a cheating scandal has, you know, still, even, even though she's the victim and has received tons of outpouring love and support, she still has had a lot to deal with. And I personally would like to see Ariana win it all, but Hey, I would not be sad if charity pulled through 
Uh, do you guys think it might be one of them or somebody else? Let me know. All right. Well, we will be back tomorrow, as always. If you want behind-the-scenes insider tea, I give you as much as I can. Go to patreon.com slash Dave Neal, and you can watch the making of this podcast and the making of all of our other content. Uh, otherwise, free content on YouTube, free content here. And uh, I'm not going anywhere, folks. Even when we're traveling, we give you this afternoon rush hour, and I hope you enjoyed the vibes today. We'll be back tomorrow. As always, I'm Dave Neal. This was Bachelor Rush Hour. Yeah.